What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the New Age Outdoor Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I want to give a huge shout out to Big Sue Screen Printing and Embroidery for supporting us and our adventures into the outdoors as we break into the outdoor industry. They are currently designing merch that we can bring to you guys, so go check them out on Facebook for all your custom apparel needs. We also want to give a huge thank you to Skunk River Recon and Mark Johnson for keeping us supplied with the best custom fishing rods money can buy. At Skunk River Recon, they can build any rod you can imagine. Whether it's a fly rod, bass rod, ice rod, or even a saltwater rod, it can be built. For more information or if you want to get your very own 100% customized fishing rod, get a hold of Mark on the Skunk River Recon Facebook page. What's up guys welcome back to another episode of the new age outdoor podcast we're doing the podcast from the hotel uh we are actually in minnesota we just went on an ice fishing trip to malax lake and uh well lake. let's just say lake malax okay let, let, okay you guys settle this debate go and like comment we're gonna post some pictures on our instagram and comment if you guys say lake malax or malax lake i think it's malax or lake no now you got, oh, got me screwed up, dude. It's Malax Lake. So like, you're wrong, though. In reality. Like is... Lake Okoboji? You don't say Okoboji Lake. Okay. Lake Anyways, Trouble. Today we're going to just kind of... It'll probably be like a 30-minute episode. We're not going to like stop at 30 minutes, but... We're, we're really tired. Um, I'm just going to start off by saying today was... Uh, it was quite the adventure. The, the adventure. High and a low. <laughs> it was a, a roller coaster of emotions. So who wants to start it off? The, I'm not. I guess I'll start it off since I was kind of the one who uh, got us into this. So. So we now now we know who to blame. Yeah. So he just admitted it on recording. Yeah. So, my girlfriend Cassie asked me to drive her to something that she has going on this weekend in Minneapolis, and I was like, okay. And uh, and then she's like, well, I'll buy you a fishing license. And I'm like, all right, now we're talking. So called up uh, all these guys. I got, you know, Head and Zach and Lar. Um, all right, sorry. We got a fan in the hotel that was squeaking. But so, yeah, uh, this was a two-week planned trip. And called them up, and they were like, all right. I had to know, like, the day of, that, the day I asked them, and they... They all told me they could probably do it and uh, book the hotel, and uh, yeah, so we we just full sent. We full sent, and you know, I was all stressed out about making sure we had everything. There's definitely some things we missed, I'm sure, and things that we should have had but we didn't. And uh, <laughs> a snowmobile, <laughs> four wheeler. Okay, so if you guys don't know, any vehicle, Malax is like. What the second biggest lake in Min- so I Minnesota? Think you said second. Third or second. It's eighteen yeah. miles across, so it's just ginormous, and um, it's just such a big lake. There's so many different like uh, spots that have you know good fishing, 
just because you can target reefs and different sandbars or uh, sand flats, mud flats, whatever. So I'm not a very experienced walleye fisherman or even ice fisherman in general. I've only been ice fishing for a year and a half, two years. Actually, two and a half, maybe three years. But I've never been on a, like, a really big lake like this. I've fished a lake that's probably like an eighth of the size, probably. Probably not even around Iowa, no. Yeah. So anyways, I just kind of went into it kind of blind too. And I was just like, all right, well, we'll just make the most of it. So um, we got all the gear we needed. We got two tiny sleds. And I bought a bunch of bungee cords, and we had everything just When he says down. tiny, he means, like, a 32-inch TV could have, would have, like, fit very well in that. Yeah, yeah they're 42 by 20. With the slope. Yeah. front. It's something yeah. really small. They're the small ones you buy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I was going into it just hoping we caught, I said, one fish, and I'd be happy with the whole trip. So, um, I you guess, guys to how about you go into, like... How the day started off, how it went. So, we got, let's, we're going to go backtrack to the day we traveled up. I worked late, and then I had something going on after work that delayed us a half hour or so. And then me, Lar, and Wack, we uh, we all drove up together. We had a pretty good time driving up. The roads were a little sketchy because it was, when we came up, it was down where we were at. It was a pretty decent snowstorm. It was bad, but you guys were like. We hauled. We, we well, actually, it. right when we left Hayward, it stopped snowing, and then, like, halfway up, it started snowing again. But we were stuck Ethan's pretty yeah. much said, snowstorm, never heard of her. Yeah, no, <laughs> who dat? Cause new, no. snow, new snowstorm, who dat? Because Don left, what, you left two hours before I also had to go yeah, through, through Minneapolis, Minneapolis, which takes a long time. And you think, like, that's, like, way out of the way, really. Like, I know, but if you, if we went on a stop for bait and... Actually, it's not way out of the way, but it definitely puts a lot more time on the If we didn't stop for bait in Sioux Falls, and then we didn't have to right. stop in Marshall when we were yeah. coming up. So the issue we was, like... We would have beat you guys. Yeah, yeah. the issue was the fact that, like, everything was closed right. by the time we all got up here as far as, like, getting bait. So, like, the best way to do this, like, if you guys want to, like, visualize what we're talking about is to follow YouTube, because I vlogged most of it. But anyway, we drove up here, got up here super late, um... Dom had already kind of had a spot picked oh, out. Yeah, we got up here, got up a little bit later than we wanted to. We packed everything, got to the lake, started walking out. And when we were walking out, it like... It was pretty cold. Well, not even, like, the cold really never bothered me other than, like, it me. afterwards. It was cold. Like, on the, the after the fishing, like five pounds, the cold bothered well, me because yeah. my gloves were literally a solid brick of ice. But we were walking out, we were, like, from what we could see for a long ways, we were the only person, we were the first people out there. Yep. Because we every single other person, well. <laughs> well, every other yeah. single person on the lake has a mode of transportation other than their feet, yeah. so they could come out a half hour before they need to be set up and be perfectly fine. And they right. knew what they were doing. Like a lot of people have fished it all the time, but so we we finally got out there and got set up. And in my opinion, we brought way too much stuff. We needed all of it, though. I really don't think so. No, we could have cut down a lot like of everything. What? Like what? Like we could have packed camera gear lighter. Okay. Deer blind. Didn't we, we didn't need that. Yeah. All the if we got if if we okay think man. about this, if we instead of that stove we got like one of those little jet boils we could have brought MREs that cut down a lot of weight right there. 
Well, I had an MRE, but I didn't have enough for everybody. So right. So I mean, there's a lot of things we could improve on for the next time and so cut yeah, it down weight you, if you we're walking. It. But we won't. We won't I'll walk take out. I'll the blame on some of it. But. No, there's no blame to be put. It was a learning experience for everybody. Dom didn't know. It's not like he'd been out here before. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we definitely could have cut down weight on like the stove and stuff like that. Oh, those um, things are so heavy. <laughs> right. Like those little jet boils will do the same thing, and they weigh yeah. a pound. Yeah. Um. I definitely could have packed a little less layers. I thought it was gonna be colder, so well, I didn't. I thought we were gonna have to fish two blinds, and the one blind is not insulated, so I packed extra layers. So I didn't want to be cold. Yeah. Um. Luckily, we had a, a buddy that we graduated with, John. Thanks for letting us yeah. use your shack. If you're, I don't think he listens to this, but if you do, uh, yeah, thank you. So I think that my, thing was a lifesaver because it was actually insulated. So I think the biggest learning factor for us is the hole drilling needs to be like. When you're fishing four people out of a... Yeah, don't forget about the auger. <laughs> yeah, okay, so we also bought an auger from a guy on Swap. Me and Laura went half on it. $100, by the way. Yeah. Why, why did we log that out all the way? You know, as soon as, because we, as, soon as we weren't able to get it Okay, but we never... We never. Tra- we also all thought it was cold, just, like, got froze up overnight because there's little fuel in the line. Yeah, it and was left outside. We never did put it in the blind to warm up. Anyway... So we had an auger, it didn't work out. So we ended up bringing it, lugging an entire gas auger out there. Then didn't, It was basically a paperweight. <laughs> Luckily, I had my brand new Eskimo ice or, Which, uh, hand auger. It actually went just fine. It was just fine with that. The ice was not as thick as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, 10 no. inches. Like, I was, was expecting it's another almost five 10 inches, inches where we fish in Iowa. I was expecting, that was really? like. Yeah, the, I mean, where I was fishing, it was probably. The Hayward and Pitts got eight. eight. Yeah. Well, then it didn't get really hot Thursday or Friday. Well, yeah. I guess not that's hot, fair. but over well, warm I think that's why we had so much Iowa's slush. Yeah, yeah, so what was our distance out there? It was like 1.8 1. 1. 8 miles. That's, eight eight that's our first stop. And then I can track it all. Walked another half <laughs> we'll mile. go into that in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can, you guys talk. I'll get this so, figured out. Yeah, our, I kind of tracked it on Onyx where I wanted... It's hard because I don't have like an actual GPS, GPS. as far as brain. the... No. We'll as far as like the lake depths and like you know, position or the coordinates of different like reefs and mud flats. So, I just like looked up a picture of one, and I tried to match it with Onyx, flip back and forth, and I kind of made a line, and it ended up being like two miles to the spot I wanted to get to. Our first distance. And it, it was, honestly it sucked. Our first distance was a like, mile and a half total. We walked out one point eight miles, and then. You go all the way back. So we did three and a half miles if you walked in a perfectly straight line, which you never do. So we, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say we did at least six inches. I'm gonna say we walked four miles today. No, I'd say five. So the walkout wasn't really like, like we're excited to start fishing, so it wasn't as bad, man. So once we actually got set up, like, and Lars' heater was working for a little bit, and then it just didn't want to work for like an hour and a half. Well, I almost think. Because we did melt a lot of Well, yeah, that's the thing, too, is, like, I didn't want want all that snow to be in there because it it would have eventually just turned to slush anyways, and it would have been worse than all that water because they wouldn't be able to see anything. Yeah, that was the first thing, like, our first problem. We had a legit sauna of an ice shack. I have videos, proof, of Zach... No shirt, just jeans and long johns and boots. That was when we were cooking, though. And it, yeah, was, it was hot in that blind, um, you know, because that's an insulated, and we had the heater going. Shack. The heater was on low, too, when they were... 
Yeah, but that, okay. that grill was... We're not going <laughs> to... That grill was putting on a lot And we were cooking, or Hedden was cooking. Yeah, and I had that on my freaking lap. There's yeah. literally burn marks in my gloves. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, if we didn't have that food today, when we were, like, when it warm I would have been fine with, like, non It would have been fine, but... That made it a lot better. We did bring a lot of food though too. We <laughs> that we, we have really, all that. Uh, we should have like yeah. packaged individual like little meals for everybody. Yeah. That'd cut down a lot of like, weight we too. Don't have to. We shouldn't have bought the eggs, or you guys shouldn't have bought the eggs, which we thought we were gonna make them. But I mean, well, those we hash got, browns it is what it is. We'd have made the eggs if the hash browns would have took a half hour to cook. We got yeah, win way over in our the head. Life no, yeah. those eggs would have gave you so much more energy and protein. No. Oh yeah. I always like anything I ever do. I always over pack or over prepare yeah. and then it's just too much junk like, that's the thing if we'd have had bigger sleds we would just brought more crap <laughs> yeah i'm just like oh i think i need well, this i think I need we thought this. you yeah. had a sled so i don't know i never i said i did not buy a sled I'm fr- yeah but i'm pretty sure you talked about going to get one because i s- fun, and it literally sold the same night the one we were looking at on swap that was like and a legit big sled bought a heater but you didn't so. which we didn't need we didn't need it we didn't but we wouldn't have got mine started. Really yeah, we bad. only used what? Three we only used that. We only used Not even. <laughs> no. two, what, two tanks? No. Yeah. The one was a half. We didn't. Yeah. We never We never finished the one on the grill. We never finished the one on the heater. So, so we, we used five extra We used like propane. a tank and a half. Yeah, a tank and a half. We had four extra propane tanks. But if we would have stayed out all night and not moved, we would have needed all of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. I don't think we should have moved, but we can always... You, you, you live never in, know. We never know. <laughs> so yeah, once I, we set up in this spot... I was what just were we push- fishing, like 28 feet of water? Yeah. 26. 20, no, 28. It was 28 because it was 14. Yeah, 14, 10, 2. So we were fishing 28 feet, which That's is like, three. it wasn't where I thought we were going to be. I wanted to be on like on the reef or close to it to where it was like dropping down, you know, on the shelf or whatever. But it ended up being like, we were fishing like 28 feet of water, so it was pretty deep. But put clear the Vexlars in. It was really clear. The Vexlars were in. You could see your jig all the way down to probably, what, 16 feet, 15, 16 feet? Yeah. So the water clarity was, like, I'm surprised. I Like, you know, there's lakes in Iowa that are kind of clear, but for a big lake, it was pretty clear. So, um, but once we got the Vexlars in, got our lines in the water, what was it like? It wasn't that long, like, we caught the first one. Who caught the first one? I did. did. I got the first one. I got a perch. Then, it was what like an hour after we set up, after we actually got situated. Yeah, and stuff. I got a, I got the little like perch, and then you got the jumbo. No, yeah, you no, got a little you got, one. Like, you got two, a couple little two, ones, I think. Or three yeah, and then, and then I caught just, just jumbo, like yeah. my biggest perch ever. It was what 11, was it? 11, eleven inches. Eleven and a quarter. And that thing was just fat, dude. Like, and then after that, I got an eighteen-inch walleye. Yeah, dude. That was the. I think that was like the highlight. Yeah. and then after that it kind of just started yeah going after down we middle. i mean i was catching little little perch, like also hope you had the, the vexler like in your hole the whole time i mean yeah that really helps yes yeah. wait you did catch a fish didn't you no no, no. no you didn't no. that i caught i feel one. bad i got a picture I, fortunately zach didn't catch a fish not like i'm not gonna go ice fishing again yeah. i got some private <laughs> i was Lark pretty was, uh, i was pretty close to that Lark caught a fish Zach had a good time at least yeah. for part of the day. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Until it went downhill. I told you when we got back, to, when we were laying there, that I was so like after the, like five What time did we plan on, like, one? we wanted to move for the night bite because we figured, like, we weren't on the reef, so we figured they'd come up shallow onto the reef for the night bite, you know, in theory. Well, 
We couldn't find the reef. Let's <laughs> we just moved say that. at one thirty. We what we, we moved walk? way we walked too like late. Six hundred yards and just and drilled and we're like, dude, we can't find it. We thought we were right on it, and we just could not find the reef. So we're like, oh my gosh, like, like at this point it was what like two thirty when we picked Three. up everything and no. like left our no, original first like spot. When we stuff up yeah well i mean we were fully picked up moving at two, two yeah and that was the last time we had our line in the water yeah because, <laughs> because we walked forever we, uh, it's just so long we were like, contemplating on paying people to drive like, there was around all these snowmobiles we were just stuff. hoping that someone would like feel bad yeah. and like just like drive by and be like hey you guys do you know <laughs> yep nobody did <laughs> no but yeah so we went out couldn't find the reef so we figured uh what do we do after that honestly i can't we literally just we were, walking, we were gonna walk <laughs> we were just like contemplating well, life we were so far out and well you and michael were talking about going down to where all the we, well there's a huge miscommunication yeah. when you okay when we were talking about going back and saying all right let's go back but let's get in line with those ice checks i figured pick a straight line to the ramp and get on that line. I was trying line. to find a road, though, because it was so hard. We followed a little, we literally from this, when we were way out trying to find that reef, we followed the same exact road all the way to the ramp. But you were like 400 yards ahead of us. <laughs> yeah, you were fighting the slush, and we could tell you were struggling. Dude, I was just trucking, like, but it, it definitely took a toll on me. Yeah. Like, so, it, when it warmed up, when it was it, they said it was like Friday and it warmed up, there's so slush on the lake, so there's like, Different spots that there's probably six inches of just Man. slush on, on top of that, you know, 10 Yeah, there's definitely like six inches of slush on there. Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that stuff was not fun to pull those sleds through. Like, well, uh, I think the sleds were just so Thinking sm- back, it was like. It's like so, they're so small and narrow that they just drop into those little holes where if you had a bigger, wider sled, it would yeah. fine. That's the thing about having the small ones. Now we know, like, even if we want to ever do, like. No. Bringing, like, sleds, no, even behind, no. like, a Razor or a, a snowmobile. At that know, point, we just put them in those. You have to have them. a bigger one. I'm just going to pay to get the sleeper shack, and we're just going to stay out yeah, there. Yeah, let's just say I, we've learned a lot from but this like, one. But, like, okay, oh, I would yeah. rather rent a snowmobile or an ATV, because look at we just t- look at those guys on TikTok, and they, they rented a sleeper shack, and they haven't caught a single thing. Oh, yeah, that's one thing, too. I looked at it, like, after we had the hotel book. I looked at, like, renting one. Which is like just looking at them, I was like, oh, we could have just done that. Because <laughs> it would have been our lodging, and we can, you know, the holes are drilled for fish you. all day. And yeah, and if, if we wanted to do anything else, not And it's heated, and there's an oven, and a stove, and yeah. I think they have Wi-Fi, too. Wi-Fi, TV, maybe. And they brought new. Yeah, yeah. that would have been a better choice. So, yeah, anyways, we, we yeah, we, uh, we just roughnecked it today, and, uh... We, I mean, it was successful. We caught fish. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would do it again, without all the extra walking without, afterwards. I would, yeah. I would do the walk to our spot. Okay, the walk and to back and then again. fishing was awesome. It like, was honestly everything. besides the walk. Okay, the walk too was obviously rough, but we were excited to go catch fish, so it wasn't that bad. Right. I mean, the the trip home is always worse. Yeah. So. We caught total probably 15 fish, 16. Uh, maybe. Most of them were small I, perch, one yeah, jumbo, and one 18-inch walleye, which I 
Did I say that already? You have to. Yeah. They have to be twenty one, yeah. three slot limit, or twenty eight and over. So it was only eighteen, so we couldn't keep it. But it was still cool to get a walleye through the ice. That was Mike's first. Yeah, that was my first walleye through the ice. Walleye through the ice. That was. It was a nice one too. Yeah, I got lucky on that. That was so I got cool to fight to... it on a really light pole too. Like well, yeah, talk light... about your new rod from. Yeah, so from I got Mark. a new rod from Mark. Mark, Skype I know you're listening to this. Thank you for surprising me with that. Is that was awesome. Yeah, that was, um, I forgot about that. Yeah. I guess yeah, it was it was super. It's a super nice looking rod, and it the sensitivity on it is great. Like that first little perch I got, that was thing was tiny. Yeah. And I. You could like oh you could like I wasn't even paying attention to the hole in my pole and you feel it really easy. So that dude, it fought that walleye really good. Like oh yeah, don't dude. get me wrong, that wasn't a like a giant walleye, but that's a that's a that's a good size walleye. Right, like, like that's your average. That's a bigger than average eater walleye. Yeah, especially down from like where we're at, like you know, that's a pretty good walleye. Right. Like, well, like I grew up fishing at Fort Randall, and our average walleyes were like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. I mean, you get your big 25s and stuff, but, you I mean, you weed through a lot of 12s to 14s, and, which, I would have been fine weeding through fish. I would have rather caught probably, like, three at 14 than one at 18, not gonna lie. I think just, like, the the content amount and everything is, if we couldn't keep it anyway, I'd rather caught three more. See, I was, look, I was just looking back, like, thinking back, just think... I wonder how many more fish we could have caught if we just stayed. We just stayed there for the night, but I bet we'd at least and probably just, we'd probably caught what we got again. Yeah, I, I, I think say. we would have caught another walleye. We'd at least caught one more walleye and probably a couple, probably a dozen more. Who knows? It could have been lights out too, like just. Right, we could have just we could have <laughs> we literally could have filled our walleye limit and perch oh, limits. Oh, it sucks looking back. But you never just, know. I know. And it's just like you, we could have stayed there and like, man, I really wish we walked that extra two hundred yards and found that reef and. Then we'd have been kicking ourselves in the butt for just being lazy. But it was like, yeah. I guess my point of view on it was, I was sitting in the blind, and after cooking, everybody seemed like they were just burnt out on fishing. So I was like, well, let's go the move. Thing about ice fishing is like, well, we also didn't when you're in a shack sleep. and it's like 75, 80 degrees, and you just walked a mile and a half, and you just got done eating, and you're sitting there. I was not tired. And you're running there. on like little sleep. One and, yeah, you're just like one hour and a half. Head bobbing. I was like, yeah, that's trying to fish. Dig the whole time. Unless you're catching fish, like some of us. I wasn't. I mean, I really only caught fish. A little bit more fun. Yeah. But it's like, it's definitely an experience. Like, if you guys want, don't be nervous, like, to go out and try this. Because you don't have to walk out that far. You could walk 100 yards off. We should have gone off. Yeah, we just want to give a a warning, though. Don't do what we did. Don't (laughs) do what we did. Don't go walk out a mile if you're not prepared. Like, especially with the gear we had. Well, yeah, look at the weather, too. I mean, we had a lot... We had clothes with extra clothes if something happened, but it was yeah. negative four when we got out there. It was cold. Like, like the you only can die thing in those temperatures really, 100%. Yeah, 100%. The only thing that was really cold on me, though, was my feet, my toes. Which is just sweat. Yeah. I've always had an issue with that, but... Um, but yeah, you can, you can stay 100 yards from the bank, go all around the lake, hit a bunch of different, like, little pointers off the bank, and you're going to have ju- probably just as much luck catching fish. You're no. going to get a lot more variety to your, get your more bluegills, probably your bullheads and catfish stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd say if you're even in, like, depending on the lake, like, this lake, like, oh, yeah, one thing, too, like, I was looking on Facebook, there's, like, groups you can join, and uh, different YouTube videos for, like, ice reports. There was one that I was watching, and they said they were getting nice walleyes from 14 to 28 feet. 
Like, that's a big range. You know why? Because everybody goes out to the middle of the lake and they go, wait, because they have all, they all use snow machines. They all go at least a mile off the lake yeah. unless they know exactly, like, they're a guy. They that's know the thing, exactly too, is, like, this lake, this is the big, like, this is the definition of big, big leagues. I and guarantee we could have went off that rock point by the thing and probably, yeah, probably caught the same thing. Because, like, these guys run, you know, full guide services. They run resorts with all these ice castles on the ice and, they and just, in the summer they guide walleye on open water exactly. i mean that's so, like, people literally live off these fish that's what brings all the tourism here is the walleyes and that lake just the fishing in it so like the walleye and the perch 100 percent. yeah so we uh got a little ahead on of ourselves but it's good it, it put us in our place and now we know we need to improve on next time yeah mentally i'm beat for that Mentally, I'm, physically. I'm physically good. Mentally, I, I'm good. Physically, no. I don't know. My it body's is, just like, dude, what did you just do? It really right. sucks because, I mean, it was a long drive. And just a long trip. Think about that. We spent half the time walking that we did driving. <laughs> that we're going to spend driving. How long did we actually fish? We spent about as much like from, time. Like, three, four hours. From we eight sp- to two. Two. Wow. We spent Six almost hours. as much time walking on the ice how as much we spent our time, our time driving is the same as our time fishing and walking. Yeah. Uh, well, we can say we did it. <laughs> yeah. I Tugging a around a couple I got a Malax walleye. I caught a jumbo Malax perch. I watched yeah. it happen. And that was cool, too. Is like We got to use the camera and the footage from the new camera turned out so good in that ice shack yeah. with the fish. Which is good. It's good now that we know. I kind of know exactly what I need to bring out to film ice fishing videos. Bring one tripod, my GoPro, my camera, and my light, and that's all I need. Maybe if we're fishing in a shack, I don't need all my external batteries either. One would be fine. I literally, from I checked my phone percentage, we got back in the car. I used 34%, and that was it on my phone. Oh, yeah, mine was still pretty pretty high the entire day mine had 70 we had fun like we went on we went on we went live on instagram and tiktok that was pretty fun like there's just there's just different cool stuff you need to pass the time out there the other thing about ice fishing that i like is like besides how it went today usually it's pretty stress-free like you literally especially if you're back home just going on a like a pond or a farm pond or whatever public pond right within 15 you walk out 20 yards from the bank and you're fishing and a lot of times, if it's a nice day, drill a hole, pull up a chair, get your Bexar or whatever, and you're fishing. You're catching bluegills. Bluegills, yeah. So yeah, it's I like, wish we would have got a school of bluegill. I've been so happy. I will say one thing that I wish we would have done today, and I, I didn't. I probably was the worst at it. Was I think if you're not getting bites every half hour, you need to change lures, change sizes, change colors, change yeah. baits. I changed just four change times. the presentation. Right, but you I were mean, getting bites and you kept changing though. Those fish were pretty... the bites would stop. They're, they're pretty finicky, yeah. Yeah. So I would change. So that's the thing, too, about being... But we also like, only had we spoons. We should have we brought jig. We should have... So I put many, jigs on. There's so many different lures, though, that we can get. Yeah, yeah. And like, kind of going with that, too, is, like, you know, with being to where we were, we walked out, we can't just be mobile and be like, all right, we're going to go move 500 yards and yeah. try to find different, right, if we more were, active if, fish. We if we had two snowmobiles, we could have skipped a shack all day. You know, Yeah, if we would have been all bougie and had a razor on tracks and everything. With you don't even need tracks. A slight, well, I know, I'm just saying, like, right. you know, like those guys, they can, all right, I'm done here, you know, pack well, up We saw pack, one take, guy doing that several times, Yeah, too. you know, these guys are all, you know, they've been doing this for a long time, and they have a lot of money invested into it because they enjoy it, and um, eventually I'd like to have... You know, some stuff like that. I'm not sure how 
crazy I'll go into it, but it's just a fun time to kind of take a step back from hunting for a while and do something a little bit different. Um, it doesn't usually take up as much time as like hunting season does just because it's like, you know, you just kind of kill fish and ice fishing on your free time whenever you feel like it. So a lot of times I'm always craving catching cooks too. So should be, uh, that was one thing. Yeah. If we caught more fish and we'd have been prepared to do a catch and cook, that would have been fun to do on the ice. Yeah. You just got to watch the lake regulations. Like what was it on the lax you have to keep? So you have on the as far as like when you're doing a catching cook on the water, you have to your ready. oil has to be hot. like yeah hot ready to before put in the fish you, before yeah. you fillet it yeah. right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean to stay honest I would keep your fish to your body's like yeah and keep, keep your carcass keep everything yeah. and that goes towards your daily limit yeah I would say just like I feel like you go up there and you obviously you can freeze the fish and stuff but. You go out with four. If we'd have brought home a hundred perch, or eighty perch, yeah, that's whatever, a lot like, of fish. Yeah, whatever. That's the thing too is like, the limits are like set pretty high, so like you really don't need to catch your full limit to keep it, unless you're planning on like stocking up for the freezer or something, or having a you know, a nice dinner for you and a couple families or something. But I think it's good that they have all of these pretty tight regulations because that's how they keep these lakes so populated with you know good numbers of fish and everything they're well maintained so yeah we had a good time i think yeah. i did it's a good like, step looking back stone. like today sucked but like i mean not today the second part of the day sucked just because we were just fighting it was a mental toughness battle really like yeah. walking back just because yeah. I mean, those sleds with everything in them were probably 150. Oh, no. They were 100? like... I think it, mine was probably 100 pounds. 75. No. I think it was more than that. No I think it was. I think they were both 100 pounds. Maybe. It don't matter. And maybe that's just... Be, that could be... It could be less, but that's because... We already had walked. All I know is they got heavier and heavier and heavier. And like we said, you were walking through, sometimes they were, you were know, walking walk, through six inches of snow right. sometimes. Yeah, that shack got a lot So you had to find like as the day went a on. snowmobile track or a road to stay on. Ice on it. Pounds of ice. Everybody, let's just go around. What was your favorite part? I know there wasn't much besides the, the Favorite fish. part? Well, I was going to say something funny. When we got food after <laughs> Hey, Applebee's. Fine. I was That's so fine. hungry. Yeah, we just we Applebee's just went to Applebee's. My favorite part was other, really... than, other than catching the walleye. My favorite part was when we were cooking and just hanging out. Like we're just listening to music, cooking. Everybody's just like we finally got both the heater working. I think that was my favorite and the part grill. too. Yeah, like when we were eating all this, like the sausage and the. Well, I was cooking and slaving away for you guys. Oh yeah, I was... slaving away, dude. That that's what was. Did you feel? You felt my knee. It was my knee was at least a hundred degrees. Dude, isn't it got hot that blind? It got really hot. Okay, so Lars' favorite part was eating after. I just like how the waiter knew, like she was like something's wrong with you. We we're just so sleep well, deprived. The, we're She's so like something's wrong deprived. with these four. We just were, we're just laughing at every single thing that's said, even if it's not funny. I don't know why. It's and just my like, brain just is not processed today. And like we'll be saying stuff, and we'll just like stare at each other, like wait what? Food. Right. Yeah, so yeah, I looked at the waiter fun. and I was like. I was looking at what comes on this burger, and I'm like, 
Can we get rid of anything that would like go in a lettuce or like in a salad? Go on a lettuce. <laughs> in a lettuce, yeah. <laughs> and she goes, "You mean the rabbit food?" And I was like, "That's what I've always said is get rid of the rabbit food." I'd never heard anybody else say that, so it was like really amazed me. I don't know. That, that, that's actually that's my favorite, favorite part. part. That's, that's the, my I'm, favorite part of the day. Is we, she said rabbit food. We literally tipped her. Well, I know I tipped her pretty good. So yeah. All right, Zach. What's your favorite part? I'd say like the beginning part when we were. Well, I guess when you were catching fish. <laughs> no, that, that that made me when so... When I was catching fish. Yeah, when you, when you were every, catching fish. Yeah. Every two I'm seconds, that was that your favorite part. I, fish on. Fish I wasn't on. expecting me to go out and just start slaying them. I honestly kind of felt bad, because I was like, you had the same stuff we had on. So I don't know... Uh, yeah, that that did tick me off. It's 100% luck of the draw. I well, was next like time we need to find two feet away doing the same stuff. That way we can but, like... Oh, well. Anyways, yeah. My favorite part was catching that jumbo perch. And then, like, eating the food and stuff, too. That was fun. I don't know. Something about just cooking on the ice. It's weird, but it's, like, it's refreshing to do. Just because you're, like, so hungry. For, especially with how far we walked. Wow. We were just starving. And hot food was was good because it was cold out, so. I was, like, the complete opposite, though. Like, the second I started working hard, I did not want to eat, like... I will wait for hours after to, like, really be hungry. I could eat, like, I'm hungry right now. And I was, like, full, like, I don't have two hours I'm I'm still so stuffed from Applebee's. Not even funny. I need, like, one. I'm not. (laughs) I'm about to eat a candy bar. All right, well, does anybody else have anything to say? No, I think we're all beat. Yeah, we're tired. So sorry if we like sound really. This podcast, like the time is ten fifty five. If we'd end it by now, I'd be dead asleep by (laughs) eleven. All easy. Yeah. I mean, Zach was sleeping, Laura was sleeping, and I had to wake them both up. I was (laughs) out. I just ah, dude. All right, but no, I'll let Head and wrap up. Yeah. So we just want to thank you guys for listening to the episode. Um, go check out all the people that help support us so we can do what we do and support us with that. And that's going to be Delta Waterfowl, Big Sue Screen Printing and Embroidery, and Mark Johnson, especially for getting us a rods for this trip. And hopefully maybe one of these times we could do a rod or go fishing with Mark. Um, and I do want to give a special shout out to Big Sue Screen Printing and Embroidery because they did get uh, some smoke damage from a big fire that happened in Hayward and they're going through some repairs and stuff, getting their building we all know how that's detrimental to small businesses and stuff where they rely on that consistent community engagement. And then now they're kind of out of business right now. So thank you guys for Rob and Kim for supporting us and what we do. And hopefully someday we'll be able to help you guys out with, you know, help you guys out the way you guys help us out. And I guess this is the New Age Outdoor Podcast Group signing out from Brainerd, Minnesota. Peace. See you.